0: Welcome to Fantasy Draft Fiction Game Show Edition. I'm your host, Jared Walter. With me is probably the only two people that will ever be contestants on this show. Yes. And then that's you guys.
1: (laughs) Justin Buffington.
0: Ray Buffington. Uh, So keeping in the theme of Fantasy Draft Fiction, we're going to do a game show where we're going to play with uh, tropes and uh, themes that you've seen before. Uh, we're going to be a quick three rounds. Well, sorry, three rounds. First one's a quick round. Uh, just juicy, fast questions. Get <laughs> the old brain box self-moistening. Oh. <laughs> I'm leaving. Uh, and then uh, the second round is going to be some short answer questions. And then third round, Jeopardy style. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do one question you both have to answer. All right. So uh, you guys ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: To the danger zone? To the danger (laughs) zone. I was waiting for the
0: next half. Uh, So, all right. First round, very silly. Um, This was uh, inspired by Peverly1 on Twitter, at Peverly1. All right. So I'm going to give you the second half of a band name as a question. Okay. And you have to give me the first half of the band name as an answer. Jasmine, you're making a face. Are you familiar with this? Do you have to answer the question? No. No. So I'm going to give you some examples. If I were to say, what's my Depeche? The answer would be mode. Yes. Okay, if so they're to...
1: real, they're real babies. Yeah, real babies.
0: They're like, what's what's my death? Mega!
1: <laughs> are we raising hand or are we yelling at
0: them? Uh, so that's a good question. Do you know what? Beep. Beep. <laughs> Let's go back and forth. I'll go back and forth. Okay. Start off with uh, Jasmine. Are those my giants? They might be. <laughs> that is a point for Jasmine. <laughs> I,
1: I wanted to say, bitch, they might be. But I not want to get the question wrong. <laughs> Just in case I you're I would probably give you it. that. Yeah,
0: I was okay. going to nitpick. You're correct. You know me. <laughs> it
1: wouldn't be worth it for the joke.
0: Uh, Trey. My lips. Blaming? Yeah. <laughs> 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 might need to put a uh, timer on uh Jasmine what's my enemy 3 oh no what
1: <laughs> oh Paul, get uh, ready, Trey, I'm going
0: to steal Damn Trey, my I, my enemy I, is public
1: as soon as as soon as you hit the buzzer I was like "Wow."
0: <laughs> uh Trey how are my kennedys Assassinated?
1: Oh
0: <laughs> Jasmine? My Kennedys are so dead.
1: Assassinated. Pernille. <laughs> Not all of them were assassinated. Alright,
0: Jasmine. What's my underground? Velvet. True. <laughs> I'm glad you got I was, that.
1: Dude, I was fucking real hard. I was...
0: <laughs> you said velvet, I was thinking purple for some reason. Alright. The <laughs> <laughs> next ones get a little tougher. Oh, and I forgot to mention, every round's gonna have like a special bonus question.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so next ones get a little tougher, and then we end on a real easy one. All right, <clears throat> Trey, how's my Lizzie? Big, Nin, <laughs> correct. Jasmine for the steal.
1: <laughs> Lizzie. Um. For some reason I want to say sister, but that's not right. Hmm.
0: Deals. Yeah, Three, two, one. Oh, oh. Oddly enough, the opposite of what Trey said. Thin. Oh, <laughs> oh it's close. Yeah. In the wrong direction. <laughs> All right. So, Jasmine, mm-hmm. uh, what's my mafia?
1: Three six. It sure is. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> uh, Trey, <laughs> how is my honey? Shit, i don't know going to deep grunge realm here jasmine for the steel
1: oh my god no i have no idea all right we'll do uh
0: i'll give you a bonus question see who first one just shout it out
1: okay
0: this one we'll do in a different format same same answer still okay how's my honey my name is slim shady close. So are trying to go with a Primus reference to support <laughs> same era band Mud Honey. Uh, no. Uh, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of Mud Honey. Uh yeah. It went that We're was trying deep. to go around in some areas. No, Alright. No, okay. So uh last normal question, we'll get in the bonus question. I think it's Jasmine's question, right? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um Jasmine. My DC?
1: Talk? Oh.
0: oh, damn, <laughs> Trey. I... My DC? Talk. Oh, yeah. That's talks. All right. Um, it's, my, it's AC. Uh. Uh, well, DC talks is my <laughs> I know.
1: Wait, but it's supposed to be at the beginning, though, right? Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, so that's actually very important for the final round. Jasmine, you're in the lead. So this question's for Trey, it's multiple answer. Okay, so I'm going to give you the question. We'll see how many you get right in 10 seconds, and then Jasmine will have an opportunity to steal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, let me figure out how to make a timer. <laughs> <laughs> <It's miserable. laughs> I, mean, I have a timer on my
1: watch.
0: You know what, I will give you... The score is currently 4-2. to two. Mm-hmm. What do you think a fair amount of time is, Jasmine? I want to say 15 seconds. Well, are you... And then you will have okay. a chance to respond for more points.
1: What's what's Family Feud time? What's, uh, I know they have a minute. Minutes. Is it a full minute? It's a full minute. Damn, that's too long. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be a dick. It's like 15-20 seconds? Yeah, 20 it's... seconds.
0: We'll go 20 well, seconds. All right, Trey. So you
1: go first.
0: Fail. Right, the question is, who are my boys? And you can just name as many as you can think of. Um, wow, coming up on five seconds with no answers. I know. Gosh, I'm blanking all names. Done. Jasmine, for the embarrassing, <laughs> crushing, dominating <laughs> first round victory. <laughs> would you like 20 seconds on the clock <laughs> to tell me who are my boys?
1: Yes. Beastie boys. True. Beach boys. True. Um fuck. <laughs> Of a song, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy. (laughs) (laughs) That is not it. Oh crap, Boy George.
0: That's a boy in the first, not the second. Oh shit. (laughs) Alright. Now, to embarrass you as Game Master, (laughs) let me tell you all the ones you missed the Vanga Boys, the Moody Boys, the Fat Boys, the Backstreet Boys, the Dead Boys, Hot Boys, Girls Against Boys, Ghetto Boys, Bullet Boys, Toilet Boys, <laughs> Lost Lonely Boys, Electric Boys, Oak Ridge Boys, and finally Pet Shop Boys. So you can wow. I gotta score points by naming nouns <laughs>
1: <laughs> boys. Nice boys. <laughs> I, I, like, I
0: thought it would be fun to be like there's so many answers. Minute, no. My mind went right to the boys the comic book. I will trying to name <laughs> The boys and the team to Because fail. that has definitely been the game we've been playing. I was like, you know what, that wasn't the theme. That was not the theme.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the, end of the buzzer ran off, and you're like, damn
0: it. But <laughs> like at the end of round one, and I'm still not sure how scoring's going to work, uh, it's Jazzy 6 and Trey 2, and we'll come back to round 2 right after this commercial message.
1: Like, I'm like 90, like, a solid 90% of that list. I've never
0: heard. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't get Backstreet Boys. I know!
1: I was like, damn it! I was like, I know there's one more! Although, I, I know Lost Lonely Boys, too. And right. like No,
0: I had to Google a lot of those. Alright.
1: Um,
0: I'd heard of the Ghetto Boys. They the have a single. Toilet singable.
1: Boys? Like, that one, I was like, a why is that one? Why is that a thing?
0: Fat Boys is a hip-hop group from the right. early 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with yep.
1: them. You guys were talking, I feel like you guys were talking about them like the last time you were over, which is a weird I'm thing. And
0: Fat Boys has not come up in conversation while well. I've been around in at least 20 years.
1: <laughs> I wasn't talking about them.
0: You ready? Everybody good? Yep. Well, Welcome back to Fantasy Draft Fiction Game Show Edition. For those of you that have surprisingly ever listened to this show before, this is not the normal format. What we do is we normally take a uh, list of characters that have one trait in common, and we run them through a fictional situation, or uh, obviously uh, a a situation that's like famous from fiction. Um, This time around, we're doing it slightly different. I, uh... And Privy to Wonder Woman Two, the rest of the show will be inspired by Wonder Woman Two, so not inspired at all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads me to the introduction of Round Two. Uh, so the, the worst thing I think we can all agree with Wonder Woman: Wonder Woman One that's hard to say is the thing they ripped off from Marvel, the giant blue beam to the sky. And I think we can all agree that the worst thing with Wonder Woman 2 is the thing they ripped off from Marvel, the Magic Stone. It might as well have been the 7th <laughs> Infinity Stone, the Wishing Stone. What the fuck? So, for this next game, we're going to play either or. And I'm going to give you the two categories to pick from. They will either every time be the Big Blue bean or Magic Stones. And then I will give you, you'll pick from one of those two categories, and I will give you a movie that you have to then improve by inserting either a big blue beam or a magic stone into that
1: story. Oh, okay. All right, I'm ready. I
0: have a bunch of rounds. We don't have to play them all. I'm I'm very
1: excited. Let's, let's, Uh, let's. Jasmine,
0: (laughs) as the winner of round one, would you like to go first or give Trey an opportunity to... Set the bar low.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I want him to be the
0: guinea pig. Yeah. But... All right, Trey. <laughs> blue beam or magic stone? Blue beam. I'm going to go with blue beam. All right, just to be fair, I will give you the choice of two movies. Uh, just to even, as we ease into this. Would you rather add a big blue beam? I did not make these easy. <laughs> To seven, Mm-mm. or the Mighty Ducks.
1: Oh my god! Okay,
0: okay, uh, the Mighty Ducks. All right, um, give me like, give me an elevator pitch for why we should remake the Mighty Ducks with a big blue beam in it. All right, so the Mighty Ducks is great because it talked about teamwork and kids and trying to get them all together. These built these bunches of mitzvahs together to. Uh, create a team that could beat like regular hockey players like that are classically trained. <laughs> so, my suggestion is that we reboot the Mighty Ducks, but add a big blue beam in the very beginning. So these myths are not just mythids, but they're imbued with the powers of all the great hockey players. And it's their so, journey on that.
1: So it's Space Jam? It's
0: Space Jam. But Wait, Mighty so the Ducks. good guys or the bad guys are imbued with The, the good guys beam? are imbued with it. And yeah. they have to learn to play hockey at the very end because they get them taken away. So, that the prudent selves are like, they're not just the greats, they, they had it within themselves all along, too. Okay. Classic. <laughs> okay.
1: Alright,
0: alright. Um, <clears throat> I like it. I'm deciding, <clears throat> we'll call it Space Rink, instead of Space Jam. Or we could just call the it... the
1: stars. It the
0: mighty ducks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the mighty space ducks.
1: Howard <laughs> the Duck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's an even better idea. How Duck joins the team because it gets transferred down to one of the... He's like their code. Oh, so Peter before code. you lose points, <laughs> what I'm going to say is... Uh, I think how I'm going to score this is I'm going to say for every answer, you can get up to three points. Okay. okay. So okay. That one... I'm going to give you two points, <laughs> okay. but one of them is, is a little bit of a gimme. Sh- my only critique would be like, Have them struggle, Mm -hmm. then get the power, Mm. so we we have a chance to root for them, Mm -hmm. and then they lose it right before the final game, and they have to figure out how to play as a team. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I really liked, what the, oh, um, classically trained hockey players. (laughs) So for that, I will give you two points in the start of round two, and the Mighty Ducks is now off the table.
1: Oh, damn. All right.
0: Jasmine, would you like to do Magic Stones or Big Blue Beam?
1: I want to do Magic Stones.
0: Okay. Which two movies would you rather have to insert Magic Stones into? Blazing Saddles or Snatch?
1: I'm going to have to go with Blazing Saddles because I've never seen Snatch.
0: Okay. Give me your elevator pitch for the Magic Stone version of Blazing Saddles.
1: (laughs) So, first take. It's not an old-timey western. It's also a porno. Okay. So, not only is he a black sheriff, and that is a big to do, but his balls, when you hold them in your mouth, Mm. you can make (laughs) witches. So, it's a whole thing with, like, flirting. Like, how badly do you want this? Are you willing to put another man's balls in your mouth so you can get your wildest dreams?
0: Oh, but it's (laughs) only other men.
1: (laughs) No, no, it's not just men, but, like, it's it's pushing all the boundaries of, like, of course, women, it's, like, not a big deal. I'm going to do that anyway for free and get nothing.
0: Does the... This taste of wanting to put balls in your mouth affects the <laughs> power of the wish. So, if you really don't want to do it, you get an extra strong wish.
1: <laughs> no, I think it would be like the other way. Like, like it's not that your disdain for wanting to the do more it, you're like into you it. have to put enthusiasm, and then your wish gets better. The more enthusiastic you get, the more into it you get, the better. Because it's true. You're like genuinely enjoying yourself, and that's genuinely receiving the reward but after a while of being used abused he gets down on himself and he's trying to think how can i make a change i don't like this i don't like being used so twist he becomes the eunuch and then because they're detached from his body
0: now tell me they don't work anymore because they're so really within
1: him the whole time
0: with blazing because
1: it's because it's all the same characters in a western, it's just a porno.
0: No, no, okay. The only thing I had in common was there he's a black sheriff. That was it.
1: That's literally and
0: that's literally the whole too.
1: overarching theme of the original Blazing Saddles is that he's a black sheriff and the fallout from everyone dealing with that.
0: Alright, I will out of two out of three points, I will give you two. But I'm gonna let both of you guys know. I'm gonna start grading hard. <laughs> Cause you lost me at it's a porno, but you got me back with his balls grant wishes. <laughs> so <laughs> But
1: Well I just wanted to know, because listen, if if we're like sucking balls this whole movie, it's not gonna get a PG thirteen mm. rating. We have to go porno because the movie's not gonna get made. Come on. That's 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 come on.
0: But you don't have to be sucking balls. You invented that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of course. It is. could have been any kind of stone that grants any kind of wishes. Yes. Yeah.
1: You've met me before, right? Of course I go there. I would say
0: Gene <laughs> Wild. Don't
1: say, don't, don't say the name.
0: <laughs> I would say we still do the marble stones, but the reality stone is in that town. That's why the sheriff is black in that town. Because of yeah. I'm going to take <laughs> away a point. <laughs> On her? That's a stupid idea. On yours. <laughs> <laughs> we had tax stories to <laughs> get points away. <laughs> right, let me try it. Let's try this again. Trey, would you like to do big blue beam or magic stones? Oh, man. I'm going to have to do... Uh... I'll have to do magic stones. Okay. So... Jasmine turned down Snatch. That's still on the table. Or being John Malkovich. I'm going to be Snatch, because that's... That kind of sets it up for itself. They're stealing gems. Right? But they're doing... But they'll do the whole time heist like they did in Marble. Okay, so give me, like... But Guy Ritchie style. Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch. <laughs> give, me I'd watch. <laughs> give me why it's worth remaking. Uh, it's worth remaking, because... Who knows why it's worth remaking? anymore. <laughs>
1: But brain cloud over here.
0: I would say it's wor- it's uh, uh, worth remaking because a the popularity of the time heist in um, Marvel. You no, know I'm saying walk me through like some of the some of like the trailer scenes. It's gonna sell. S- All right, so magic, magic, stone. <laughs> magic Stone. We'll do the same cast with so Jason Statham and that awesome evil British guy. Mm. And okay, so. The evil British guy, he realizes, all right, because like he he read. Oh, okay, so he's a pig farmer too. So, <laughs> so one there is a there is a Wilbur moment where he sees the spider web and says, "There's magic gems in time." He's gonna go find them, right? <laughs> the pig farm. But then uh, Jason Statham being the sure straight he is, he gets word of it, all right, and the only people that really know how to. Time travel and like deal with gemstones are the gypsies. So he has to meet up with them to t- figure out how to time travel, and get the stones for what the evil British guy does. And then somewhere in there, Jason Statham, before he gets jacked, and his crony are in the late 40s or mid early 40s actually in Berlin. And they're like, <laughs> we have to get out of here before the Germans come. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna give you two points for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chance. Oh my gosh. Big blue beam. Well, we're magic stone.
1: Well, I won stones last time. I think I'll do beam. I'll try it out, beam.
0: All right. So I don't. Re- I think Trey left seven on the table, but I'm gonna change it up. Would you prefer *Pulp Fiction* or *Moulin Rouge*?
1: Oh my god,
0: that's hard. <laughs> no, I said I made it. Oh um,
1: fuck. Um,
0: I, I got the perfect one. These are themes. The Baz Luhrmann classic. I know. Um, <laughs> <Mon> Rouge. <laughs> 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 fucking hate that guy. He might be the only director I kind of dislike more than uh, Homeboy. Uh, yeah, He's pretty terrible. Um, hey, what director before be? Christmas? Oh, Tomorrow. Tim Burton. Fuck. Uh, I
1: think I got to go with Milan Rouge, but I really, I'm really struggling trying to figure out what to do without making another porno.
0: (laughs) If you make another porno, you get zero. I
1: know, I know.
0: I I, I got it. I know you got it. I got it. The blue blue beam isn't what you think it is the whole time. It only shows up at the end of the movie, which is totally legit. You can don't have to make the central plot about the thing. You just have to put one in there. Just like Wonder Woman does. I still can't <laughs> pronounce that.
1: <laughs> no, God damn it! I gotta take the L on that one. I really can't think don't of it. Don't
0: even want to pick between.
1: Like, what do you mean?
0: You, you get your choice. Would you rather... Put one, put a big blue beam in Pulp Fiction or Moulin Rouge.
1: Like I don't know, like how to I, do it. Like I don't know, how, like how to do it Trade and make it worth deal. and make it worth it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's
0: right. so it's the it's it's Moulin Rouge still, right? But the big the big blue beam pops up at one of the ending numbers. It's a giant stripper pole. The big blue beam It comes up all the way through the uh, stage area. Well, and see, she was... Does her final. Beautiful musical number on it the whole time. So, I've actually <laughs> never seen <the> Moonlight. <laughs> um, is there anything that we can put into like Act One or Act Two that would explain why that would happen? Yeah, yeah. let's just say, like, it's, eh, it hasn't been used in years, they're only saving for special occasions, or that machine part has been broken for so long, and backstage they didn't have the money to fix it, and they finally got the money to fix it through all the money they're bringing in. Well, let me ask, what's the point of Moulin Rouge? Uh, It's about a a reluctant girl who doesn't want to fall in love with a boy who really loves her. So let's say... She's also a prostitute. Yeah. Let's say... that she's magic, and (laughs) all these conflicting feelings are happening in her, and then just somewhere during a climactic scene... Which could be a climactic scene in Jasmine's point. Uh, just yeah, then big blue beam bursts out of her or just happens or whatever, and then we get to your ending. I will give you one point for the steal. Don't have to think of it like this. I think you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Don't make like an actual good movie. <laughs> just make me laugh.
1: Okay. I don't
0: look like Alright, so final round. Let's switch it up for the final round of this. Trey, pick for Jasmine, Magic Stones, or Big Blue beam. Well, since you struggle with Blue blue beam, I'll I'll do the beam thing again. Ooh, you're going to go hard on her. Alright, so since we just gave you Moulin Rouge on a platter, (laughs) let's give you the option between Seven or Little Women.
1: Let's do seven.
0: Because what's in the box? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> shoots out from the box. All right. Credits.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Melts <laughs> off. Then <branches. laughs> credits.
1: All right. So. In seven. And this is the remake of seven. The reason why... John Doe was actually able to have all these things going on simultaneously and not be able to even leave a trace of his whereabouts was because he was traveling, like jumping time through these big blue beams. So they were like portals that would open up in space-time and he could literally jump from one location literally into another. So those blue beams. And then at the end, what's in the box? He gets shot. His essence is released. Big blue beam up. End. End.
0: I, I would give you like it would be cool if it, if you add in like if you want to go that route, he's like some sort of like <clears throat> evil angel and has like this beam power mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: that he uses to teleport, commit all these crimes because he's still just like uh, he who should not be named from Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like trying to make a point. He knows that his work is going to get noticed and he's like Getting ready to let people know that something terrible is about to happen. And then, big blue beam to the sky, and then basically the last five seconds from take shelter. <laughs> 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 I will give you two points on that. Gotcha. So so they, I guess it'll be angels oh. like leaving like omens of what's to come. Gotcha. Uh, now, Jasmine,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for the final, final, final. Final of this round. <laughs> I will... <clears throat> let you pick for Trey. Magic Stones or Big Blue Beam?
1: I want to say... He's so good at this. Um, beam.
0: Beam. Again. Very tough call. Because if you, anybody... For those of you that have been paying attention at home... Only two titles left in this category, and you guys have been skipping past them because they're extra hard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trey, would you prefer Little Women or Pulp Fiction?
1: I was keeping with track. That's why I hit with the beam, and
0: that's why I hit it with the <laughs> beam. I hit him with, <laughs> yeah, with the beam. I might have made these too hard. I was trying to think of like movies where like just adding something magic wouldn't just totally unravel the plot because you can fix it all. Like, you have to actually work it into the fabric of a plot. So, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and... I think it's Vince, but what's it? John Travolta. John Travolta, thank you. John Travolta are in the car. They they, they shoot the guy in the backseat. That scene happens, right? Right. So they have to call this mystical guy... Oh! Right, I don't know how to get we the for wolf. some reason thought it was the fox. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't seen that movie in a long time. I <laughs> get <laughs> oh, yeah, half a point. Um, so they don't they have to get a hold of him, but it's just sort so of mystical or whatever, where people have trouble getting hold of him because they don't know what he is, they so have to figure out a way to get to him. And that's I, I kind of I think that kind of dominates most of the movies. Them trying to get rid of that body the best way by getting the wolf anyway to figure out a way for some mystical way to contact him and then he shoots down a blue beam takes the body whatever and brings it back up this blue beam that's part of it i would only say not to correct only to add mm-hmm. go like <laughs> almost sort of like a pt anderson route so you've got all these storylines of pulp fiction that kind of line up with each other and kind of don't like the characters mm-hmm. do but not everything lines up so not only does big blue beam get rid of dead body um, just like Magnolia, where for some reason frogs fall at the end and everybody's <laughs> life just gets a little weirder. <laughs> when uh, What's-Her-Face is ODing, for some reason small beam blue small bee blue beam of light comes through, hits her in the heart, she comes back to life. Gotcha. When they're down in the basement and uh, dude's gonna mm-hmm. butt-fuck rape those two other dudes. Uh,
1: um,
0: <laughs> right when shit's about to go soured, Big blue beam from the sky comes, like, fixes a situation. So yeah. I would just say, like, just never explain mm-hmm. it. Just throw it into every couple of scenes. Is, is that uh, what, uh... It might even be that what John, the case. Maybe, yeah, John Schwartz actually lets it out in the beginning. And Ooh, that's what's coming down to earth. In yeah. Time. That's... Okay.
1: Like, honestly, I'd watch this movie. <laughs> you guys sold me on it. I'm like, damn.
0: Um, uh, you know what? I'm gonna give it all three points. Damn it! Got some help over the finish line, but I like it. I like it a lot. So, second round points. Jazzy with four. Spray with eight. Oh, making the total score ten to ten. What? what I can't do eight. fast
1: maths. So, <laughs> That's very surprised, genuinely.
0: <laughs> uh, the third round is very much like Final Jeopardy. It's just one question. You guys both get the same question. I think we should do it Jeopardy style.
1: Uh, write down?
0: Here on this piece of paper You write down your bet of 10 You can bet right. 1 to 10 And then on this one And then you guys give them back to me And at the end of the episode I'll reveal when I do final scores
1: Alright also, it's very silly to me, though, that for the first first round of this that it literally was neck and neck for final the final, like completely unplanned. That is some fucking bullshit. Yeah, that, that is some bullshit. I actually,
0: I decided um, to give Trey three points before I realized what it would make the score add up to. It worked out very serendipitously. <laughs> <laughs> That's serendipity. Uh, all,
1: right.
0: all right, give me those back, and I'll write that down.
1: Change your answer. Wait, well, how
0: much we're betting? Write down oh, how much you're oh, betting. Okay. Up to, out of 10, how much do you want to bet? Oh, it's all or nothing, right? <laughs> all right. I almost forgot to look at it. All right. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you guys the question, and then we're going to take a commercial break, give you a little time <laughs> to think about it, and then we'll come back we'll have the final showdown.
1: All right.
0: I will say that right now, just think about how judging is going to have to go. I'm probably going to have to decide whose pitch is just better. (laughs) Uh, So the final question. Trey and Jasmine, pitch me Wonder Woman 3. (sighs) And we'll be right back after these commercial messages. Hi, right, welcome back from the break. I'm still Jared Walter, and this is still...
1: Jasmine Buffington.
0: Trey Buffington. And I'll quit doing my radio voice. <laughs> um, so, we finished round two. You guys tied uh, 10 to 10. Jasmine decimating round one. Trey just showing round two its Its wish balls. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, tie 10 to 10, going to the final question, Jasmine took caution, stuffed it up into a t-shirt cannon, real high-powered one, and shot it directly into a hurricane.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All 10 points on the line. Yeah. Trey said, dear caution, it's time and I'm not using protection. <laughs> also bet all 10 points. <laughs> well, it's
1: like, who's line? Like, the points don't matter? <laughs>
0: Very, are Basically. Very oh. I'm going to decide and you guys could be mad at me
1: yeah. no. uh, whose
0: pitch is better alright uh, Jasmine would you like to go first or would you like to try to go first
1: sure I'll go first I'll rip the bandaid off alright so as we do at DC we really don't learn from our mistakes <laughs> But when we might make a mistake, we decide to go in a completely different direction. <laughs> and
0: just ignore that and it ever happened. Completely
1: forget that it happened. Just freshly. Whoop. So everybody still loves the 80s, right? So we're going to reboot Adventures in Babysitting. Still set in the 80s. We still get the kooky, fun hair and fun catchphrases. Okay. Wonder Woman is our babysitter. And she is trying to get The Flash, Aquaman, and. Cyborg back to Batman before he finds out that they got loose in the city. So. They're just trying, they're newly trying to figure out their powers. They're just running a fucking mock. So you're still getting the action.
0: How? So everybody's, every like Wonder Woman's grown ass woman mm-hmm. but everybody else is what, a teenager?
1: It's almost that thing of like everybody else is more, I mean, think about it. Wonder Woman is hundreds of years old. She's literally a god, right? Right. Everybody else, humans that, due to whatever circumstance.
0: I guess just help me picture it. How, how, what, like, what age, Bruce, what age, Barry, what age, Cyborg, we talking?
1: I would say early 20s for Cyborg and the crew. I would say, I mean, I've, Let's go, if we could, go alternate universe, like travel through space. That's kind of altered his age. So also 100-year-old Batman?
0: Oh, you want super old Batman. Oh, because he's, okay, right. yeah.
1: But, like, so so he's on that same level, but, like, because uh, his age and progression is through space, he doesn't look like he's that old.
0: I'll allow it.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you sir. Uh, We'll do. Uh, we'll do Grant Morrison, uh, the return of Batman after he dies. Oh, okay. But they said he becomes literally a time bomb, where he like starts off in prehistoric ages and then has like a quick adventure, and then just ports forward, sporadically, thus like seeding the Batman mythology all throughout time, all in on this one space oh, of Gotham them and everybody else has to like stop him uh, before he gets back to present time, because at that time, because of the bomb apocalypse sets on him, he'll like explode and destroy reality.
1: That's cool. I like
0: that. Uh, so we can just take, we'll just we'll just take a, <laughs> one of those Batman <laughs> right out of there. That's a usable.
1: So that kind of links them up as well. But as with you as you did with *Investors of Age*, sitting there's still there's still humor, there's still action scenes that happen. And you get your happy-go-lucky, everything's good at the end.
0: It's a Wonder Woman movie. Who's your villain? Like, I get that, like, I get that old Bruce Wayne, old Batman is, like, a a motivating action, but Mm -hmm. who's your villain?
1: Ooh. It's gonna be Cheetah, but she's, like, the snarky girl at the high school. Okay. Who... Catches me out because she's out with her friends past curfew anyway. Catches me out. <laughs> <laughs> I hate. <laughs> I just wanted to go on record that I hate.
0: Her. I love it. Yeah, it <laughs> was a point.
1: Oh, um, as but, a
0: judge, you're officially negative points.
1: So Cheetah is out with her friends past curfew, sees them, and is like, "What are they up to?" I hate this girl for you know, like normal snarky girl. There's really no reason why so you I hate can almost
0: her. make it kind of a race of like. Cheetah figuring out how to screw over Wonder Woman, who to get the information to, and Wonder Woman trying to figure out how to slow her down and stop her from getting to Bruce. Okay. Correct. All right. Yeah. Anything to add? Any concluding notes?
1: We Really? How can I emphasize that we forget that two happened?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All right. I'll give it to you. <laughs> Not bad. Okay. Not bad at all. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, Trey... Or the right. win or the loss. So we skipped the era issue, right? So Wonder Woman 2 happened. We're now we're into Wonder Woman 3 where we're doing kind of a Winter Soldier take on it where uh, yes Black Widow was in there, big part of the movie, but wasn't the main focus of the movie, correct? Right. So we're doing that and she's teaming up with Cyborg. What era? Uh present day. Okay, so we're going to do because, we're okay. going to do Wonder Woman 1, which is World War 1. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman two nineteen eighty four present basically Wonder Woman now yeah all right so she has to team up with Cyborg um, because uh, um, Darkseid kidnapped all the supers all the meta supers and Batman thinking he was a meta but he wasn't okay so he left and just left Cyborg and Wonder Woman on Earth so they have to find a boom tube a broken boom tube so Cyborg can. Duplicate that technology, have it working again, use it to treat, to go to apocalypse the, the planet, which would happen in movie two. But at the very end, they finally get it, and I think the guy that has it they're trying to get it from is like a cooler villain, like I don't know, like Vandal, Vandal Savage or something. All right, let's flesh it out a bit. How do, how does Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman and Cyborg, uh, how do they manage to be the only two that don't get caught? Uh, because they. Because uh, Wonder Woman was on theme of scare at the time, okay. So that was invisible to Darkseid, invisible. And uh, uh, Cyborg just had the technology to to close a tube or whatever. Okay. Do. How did they end up finding out they're the only two? Just like they they log on to a team chat, right? I mean, Cyborg kind of knows what's going on because he's in the world, and then like okay. Wonder Woman checks back in or whatever. She sees clips of the Boom Tubes opening, taking Superman away from the sky or something, okay. and all that. And then they finally they try to find each other at the very end. Or in the movie, they try to find each other because they know the other ones are still around. So, do we have a bunch of dark side, or is it sort of just like this? Like that? Yeah, the the, the, the the over that's the that's what starts off the plot. But the plot is them teaming up, trying to get that technology from Vandal Savage, to they, okay, so, so, that's so they our, can so they get to Vandal to Savage. So, what's he doing to like? Slow them down. What's our what's some of our like conflicting points of interest? Uh, well, he's been around for a very long time. To, he's like he has a wealth of knowledge and he has a lot of money. I would just say he has his own like breed of meta humans that he's using to okay to try to slow him down. He's trying to create like a, an anti justice league, right? Okay, that like that. And he's trying to try, he wants the technology to use boom tube technology to teleport to places and whatnot. Okay. All right, it's tough, tough. Trey, I like the Zack Snyder approach where you're immediately like, nope, not one movie, gonna be two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish we explore explored a little more with like, maybe, because like Apoc- or, uh, Dark Side, writers there's apocalypse. Which one has the like, acolytes that kind of like, mother, nanny, and the voice? Right. Like, those people that kind of lay some of the seeds. They could be the people working with Vandal Savage. Okay. Uh, trying yeah, try to, yeah, trying to Well, yes, uh, uh, yes, for but they, no one fights them until the second movie at their planet. <laughs> that should okay. be, that for them. Okay. Um, But I think all in all, not terribly exciting. I've got my Hollywood money, my big old wish balls of Hollywood money. <laughs>
1: He's <laughs> like Wishing stones and now it's just balls.
0: I, I think you... Like, I mean, honestly... From- I, I <laughs> think just the one woman Cyborg team-up would be a lot of hype. Because that, that's a weird combination I think people I would... I do, do like that. Yeah. I also almost wish, like, maybe we do... Maybe we do an alternate pair-up where, like, the reason they're the only two that survive is because they're fucking or at least hanging out because they're dating and Cyborg just shuts down the one attack for both of them and everybody else... So then we at least, like, we replace the very boring, if you want to keep it in the series, we replace the very boring Steve... Um, Steve. Yeah. Character. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Bob Dave. Was um, it like Steve Trevor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right.
1: Um
0: With Cyborg, and we make it a more interesting love uh, dynamic. Um, and then, then you've got some... Maybe you can put some conflict in there where, like, he he really knows this situation, even though she is probably more powerful and more knowledgeable, and she has to, like, learn to trust him, and he has to learn to, like, be a leader, blah, blah, blah. There's there's some interesting points I think you could have gone where you missed. Jasmine, gonna give the windia. to you. Oh. It's... You're just gonna flop that real hard. Absolutely, <laughs> it's
1: so ridiculous.
0: Absolutely, completely stupid. <laughs> and I hate the idea through and through. I really do. I think it's an insult to the whole game.
1: Yeah.
0: But I will yeah. give you points <laughs> on balls. <laughs> big wishing balls. And I will give you points on. But where are you putting your money to fund? You're gonna fund her movie over the one that we. You know what? I'm putting my money into fun. That's the key. Yeah. All yeah. um, well, that yeah, money that's gonna come. I, the 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 like the critic in me <laughs> hates you yeah. as a person as you, as you <laughs> for being able to have that idea. But just having it, but like somebody entertaining it, yeah. <laughs> and and have the balls to say it out loud into a thing that's gonna get published on the internet, Big. probably greatly ignored, Ball. but still. Just willing to let that sequence of words tumble <laughs> out of your fucking mouthful yeah. is decimating to the overall intellect that could be the human knowledge collective.
1: Man, I thought he tore you apart. <laughs> wow.
0: mine, makes, mine makes sense. Mine's plausible. Mine introduces a new character, and you type a team up. <laughs> I love that you were just like, nah are really high. It's an alternate video. universe. We're just slap mm-hmm. these characters together because A, that is what I think DC needs <laughs> to, to do. It. <laughs> it's totally plausible. And B, capital A for Audacity. <laughs> a plus for Audacity uh, that you walked in here, called my secretary, made a meeting, walked into my office, and pitched me this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A for Audacity. Thank you. Thank
1: you. <laughs> um, I would like to blame Elizabeth Shue for being so prevalent in like the mainstream media now that she is imprinted on my brain. Like I see her everywhere, and I don't understand. Like
0: a tattoo on your heart.
1: Like friggin', what was it because the boys she blew back up, and then Cobra Kai she just like randomly reappeared in an episode of that. I mean, she was in the first one. I know, but. Expecting to see her ass, she was doing the boys.
0: i mean, getting work, all I oh my
1: god, all these old actors
0: are getting work now. I know. Did, did you guys see that Barack Obama put the boys on his like watched and loved list? I love it. That's awesome. All right, did you guys enjoy this you Yeah, it was format? good. It was good. Well, it was probably probably good. not going to be the new format. We can visit it from Tonson mm-hmm. That's That's uh, some language from time to time. Sure. Uh, until then. Uh oh, let's do the credits. So podcast every other week or so until we figure out the schedule at uh fantasy draft fiction. Uh and we've got the videos at YouTube at the content analysts. Yep, just, uh, search the content analysts and the other person that pops up. Yeah. Um, if well, the entertainment-wise, if they look like they're going to be like, hey, we'll build a website, <laughs> not, us. No. not us, not us, not us. Uh, nope. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Final comments. Wash your hands and your feet. Wear a jacket.
1: <laughs> you wear a jacket. <laughs> <laughs>